Drama City Productions presets. Immersion Rig now online. Welcome nerd. Now generating episode 86. Featuring horror, comics, movies, wrestling. Full immersion begins in three, two, one. Hey, this is Christian. Hey, this is Damon. And this is the Amazing Nerd Show. Damon, it's the news that you've been finally waiting for. Oh, yeah? What would that be? I finally reached the epilogue of Red Dead Redemption. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> after, after over a year of playing it. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, was, that was literally a year ago? Yeah, and I'm still only halfway through the ending. <laughs> the last time we talked, you rode your horse off a cliff. Yeah, that wasn't fun. (laughs) (laughs) So, what did you think? Overall? Um, Overall, I think it's a great story. I think the ending was a little bit, like, a little lackluster for me. Uh, I mean, um, I haven't finished finished the ending, so I'm assuming where I'm heading is going to... Like, the... Okay, let me explain. So, the main character... Mm -hmm. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't played. um, Dies by the end of the game. Okay. And then you start picking up from John Marston, who is a side character in this game, but he's the main character of the first game. So you're kind of like following his footsteps, because this is technically a prequel to the first game. Okay. So you're kind of like bridging the gap between the two games at the moment. Um, I'm assuming it's going to end with defeating the guy that betrays us in the throughout the story. Okay, as this other character. As this other character. Defeat. Okay. But... His ending, the main character's ending, was kind of like, I don't know, you're you're already so sick, you don't have the, like, he has tuberculosis, so he can't, like, breathe barely. Oh, you're like Doc Holliday. Exactly. And he's in a fist fight with this villain, and, you know, like, you're struggling to fight him the entire time. Like, they're making sure you know this is not easy This is going to be a final battle. Uh-huh. And it just feels like we get pulled apart. And then the main character slowly just watches the sunset come up and dies. Oh. And I'm like, oh, so this doesn't really, you know, a hero's end. It's kind of just, you know. Oh, so you don't get to defeat the guy. No, he, he just runs off. Yeah, that kind of sucks, man. I was like, oh, this, <laughs> this is depressing. I mean, how do you but... feel? I mean, especially like playing the game for a whole year. Mm-hmm. I mean, does it actually take that long or were you just taking your time? Well, I was taking my time as well. Okay. You know, I was doing like three hour bursts when I could. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I I've been desperate to play a new game or a new story, and then I keep reminding myself, you haven't finished Red Dead, go back so and play Red go Dead. Back. Okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I mean, I'd still give it high marks. It's you know beautiful game, through and through. It's definitely like a, you you get attached to all the characters. Um, the kind of villains turn for some of these characters, like the main villain of the second of the original game, is like your leader in this um, story. And kind of watching him go from, you know, this like humble guy to uh, like twisted mind and watching people like manipulate him and change his um, personality. It was definitely interesting, you know. I I do think there is a bit of a hard turn at one point for him where it's like it's too obvious that he's now completely switched his mind on his ways. to the dark side. But um, 
I, I, I'd still say it was definitely worth the $60 that I put into it, you know? Okay. I mean, I mean you got a year's worth of Exactly. I haven't so. even started the multiplayer stuff, so... I mean, that's saying a lot, uh -huh. so... <laughs> so your buck definitely got stretched. So exactly. That, that's good. That's good. So you definitely recommend it. Star rating-wise, Christian? Uh, I'm going to give it a 4.5. Okay. That's pretty high. Yes. Pretty high. All right, man. So we've got a giant show this week. That's an understatement. <laughs> this is definitely our biggest agenda. Mm -hmm. um, we definitely need to hire a producer to start putting this shit together because I don't have the time, man. We are accepting resumes <laughs> at Amazing Nerd Show. We just can't pay you money. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so D23 was this past weekend and holy shit, did a lot of stuff get announced. Yes. Um, so to start off... Uh, Marvel Studios announces three new Disney Plus shows. This includes She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, and Moon Knight. I was floored. I was so excited <laughs> when they said when I saw the graphic uh -huh. for Moon Knight hit. Oh my god! There are no details, no, no like <laughs> release date or anything on any of these. Um, Miss Marvel, I think we were kind of hearing rumblings mm -hmm. for the last couple of weeks. So that one didn't like catch me like by surprise, but She-Hulk did actually, because I didn't know what the rights issues were mm -hmm. with that. Cause I was surprised that they haven't tried to tackle that, you know, previously. Um, it, she feels like such a perfect fit for the MCU. Um, just like tone wise and everything like that. Especially if you go back to like classic nineties, like She-Hulk. I mean, she was. I mean, they, mm -hmm. we talked about it actually in a, with the recent comic book. Yes, that we because were, they like, explored her uh, mindset right now well, as a character. That's right. Inside. Deadpool like mm -hmm. comes up to her and is like, "What? What happened? <laughs> you used to be me." Like, mm -hmm. and she really was. She was the first character to really break that fourth wall and everything like that. You know, that like kind of irrelevant, like you know, humor and everything. So, I, I'm. I'm excited to see her in the MCU and what they're going to do with her. Well, that well, I mean, that kind of goes towards my question: is Do you think that's the way that they're going to use her? Is more, um, like almost on the more comedy side, or maybe um, just like with, fourth wall breaking and stuff like that? Or are we going to use her like what that current yes. like incarnation we have right now in the Avengers book, where she is a character who's like dealing mm -hmm. with you know being a full on Hulk because She Hulk really. She, she would turn into the Hulk and she would just, she was basically Jennifer Waters, like as the Hulk. Yes. She was just green, you know, but she was still herself. Like she kept her personality um, for the most part. So um, the, the version that we have is quite different. She's Hulk without the anger, really. She has everything, like all the best parts of Hulk, <laughs> but not, you know, the anger issues. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if they like, I don't know if they set it up where, you know, she has to deal with that and then she kind of gets it under control. Mm -hmm. um, I would much rather see, I think, right now from the character, you know, that 90s version, you know, that classic 90s version where it is more of a comical character and everything like that. I'd love to see her like interacting, you know, with Bruce Banner and, you know, with, you know, characters like Deadpool eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it'd just be fun to see her, especially, I mean, she, and she also, I mean, she has such strong ties to characters like Captain Marvel and everything mm -hmm. like that. It just makes perfect sense. From I, the know, I, I think I wouldn't mind a little bit of both mm -hmm. where it's, you know, you get her, maybe it's like a, almost three different stages where it's like, you have regular Jennifer Walters, you have Hulk Jennifer Walters, and then you have like Berserk Hulk. Where she like completely yes. hulks out. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that that could be something that they play with, you know. Like I'm, I'm. What I was saying was like, I wonder if they like she struggles at first yes. until she like hones it. Mm. Um, but it it could be the other way where like she just has to control her powers, and there are parts like where she's under like serious distress or everything, where she could possibly like lose control. That would be fun, to, mm-hmm. you know, to play with. Um, so like my favorite version of the character. Um, you know, was, you know, she was still working as a lawyer. So she mm-hmm. was actually like defending, you know, having to defend like, you know, supervillains and stuff like that. It was like, like part superhero comic, part like courtroom drama, um, you know, and she had such strong ties to like all of the Marvel universe and everything like that. I mean, this character has been like, you know, a member of the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, you know, Avenger like multiple times. So it's just a really, like, fun character. But I, I think I'd rather see that version of the character. I don't mind, obviously, what Aaron's doing right now in the Avengers. Um, and that could possibly be an arc eventually. But um, to start off with, I'd like to see, you know, that classic version of the She-Hulk. So um, she's just a perfect fit, you know, for the Marvel Universe. I mean, even so, a lot of what's going on with the new one is based around the events of what happened with our, with the Hulk. mm mm-hmm. Um, during her like little run as the Hulk, um, her dealing with the depression and um, anxiety of losing. yeah, right after the events of Civil yeah, War Two, yeah. exactly. So, um, yeah, but I mean, there's it, but you're right. There's easy ways to like mm. tie that all together. You can get that version of the Hulk, um, and I like you know what Aaron's doing right now, where she's like slowly accepting you know yes. who she is and everything like that. But I don't know. Um, but man. Like I said, Moon Knight for me, that was, you know, probably my favorite story of the weekend. Um, you know, I, I, we have no details mm. whatsoever, <laughs> nothing to go off except for the graphic. Um, so it's hard to even speculate where they're going to go with this. We were talking, you know, before like, oh, well, could this be like a Hulu series, mm-hmm. you know? You know, will he fit in what, like, the MCU does? Because it's such a dark and kind of twisted character. Um, but this looks like it's going to be a Marvel Studios production. So I'm curious to see where they take it, you know. I mean, are they going to have to soften some edges here and yeah. there? Um, you know, how is that character going to translate, you know, in that, you know, MCU world? But at least knowing that he's in there means that there's definitely more of an opportunity to see him cross over to big screen opportunities yeah. and stuff like that. So that's that's what I'm excited about mostly. Yeah, and I think too, what well the announcement came out shortly after they announced the Miss Marvel mm. um, you know, show that Miss Marvel will definitely be crossing over to, you know, the big screen. Um, so I, I feel like anything that's produced by Marvel Studios mm-hmm. and Kevin Faki has potential to go over to the big screen. So I feel like that's definitely going to be a thing eventually. Um, you know, I don't think you'll get like maybe a full movie, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like him part of a team or something like that. Um, but we'll see, you know, and th- that was something, you know, that was the big Miss Marvel news is that she will be portrayed on yes. the big screen. I could see her part of like a Captain Marvel movie, obviously. Um, do, you, do you rewrite her origin at this point, though, or... I don't know. There are rumblings this week <laughs> after D23 that they might try to, like, you know, retcon everything that they did mm-hmm. with the Inhumans on, like, the Marvel television side <laughs> um, because they were so steeped into it, uh-huh. you know, even leading up to the shitty show. I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D. had, like, multiple arcs that had to do with exactly. the Inhumans. Do, do you do a deep cut? You you have her just take a fish oil pill uh, like they did in um, the Avengers show? Mm-hmm. Not the Avengers. Um, sorry. Uh, 
in the shield, shield show. Because that's how it, was, it got into the supplements. Yeah. It was spread out yeah. so widely. So you just see her taking a fish pill and then... And they don't even explain her. why. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure they'll get into like all the Terrigen crystals and all that crap. They could... I mean, they could just... They don't necessarily have to explain mm. why. They could kind of leave it in the dark. You know, it could be kind of a mystery that they slowly, you know, explore, you know, throughout the season or later seasons even. So, I mean, there's so many possibilities. Well, I would just have like a science teacher had a, a Terrigen like crystal and he accidentally broke it open inside the school. Yeah. I mean, could, there's so many, <laughs> there's so many different ways they can go mm. about it without necessarily jumping into like a whole inhuman arc. Exactly. Um, so I, I, I really, like when I think Miss Marvel... The first thing I think of is n- definitely not the Inhumans. Mm. So, um, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, some hardcore fans might feel cheated by that, but I don't know. I'm just excited to get the character, you know, on the is, screen. Is the dog going to be in the show? Well, if they have, if the dog's in the show, then that's definitely <laughs> yes. definitely going to have to use Lockjaw. They're going to have mm. to use the Inhumans then, because that would be insane. <laughs> And the dog's actually like a human. It's not even mm. a dog. It just looks like a dog. So <laughs> I also feel like they're going to lead up to like a young like Marvel hero show, yes. like you know Young Avengers or you know even Champions, if you will. Since you've got like mm. Kate Bishop, you know, on her way with the Hawkeye series, and now you've got Miss Marvel. So I mean, there's definitely big things on the horizon mm. when it comes to the MCU. So and you know. That wasn't the only Marvel news that we got, of course. So we actually got a uh, a big announcement for Marvel's Eternals. So they have cast Kit Harrington as the classic Avenger Black Knight. Um, they teased this beforehand. I think the first night that he was, you know, he's joined mm-hmm. the actor Kit Harrington has joined the Marvel universe, but they didn't say exactly who he was going to be at first. Um, at least it wasn't out there. So a lot of people were clamoring for him to be Wolverine. Uh, <laughs> where I think they actually started chanting Wolverine like <laughs> yeah, in the crowd and everything. So it's a little bit of a mistake. Um, but then, you know, the, the news came out, I think, during the actual like Eternals like panel. Um, well, they, they, they teased Black Knight during uh, Endgame. Or they didn't tease it. We heard rumors of it. During Endgame. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Yeah, so there was these rumors swirling that Black Knight was actually a character that we, we could possibly see. Oh, like when we were talking like early theories of what's going to happen. It wasn't like even that. early. It was like later on. Hmm. Like they were talking about like you could possibly see. I don't know if it was like through like time travel. You know, obviously turned out false. But um, yeah, so it's definitely a character that Foggy seems like he's been interested in for a while though. Because um, there was another uh, film that they were, like, talking about him. Like, there was rumors about mm. him possibly being. I'm not a huge, like, Black Knight fan. So, it, you know, and it seems a little bit like typecasting for <laughs> the Game yes. of Thrones guy to be playing Black Knight. <laughs> so along with that news, we also got our first look at their costumes. Mm-hmm. They had a big reveal. Um so it was it was basically just you know artwork that they were showing, but um, they made all the actors like stand like underneath you know these mm-hmm. giant you know banners with their different characters. Um, what did you think of the costumes? I don't know. It, it felt very cookie cutter. Like if I were to make a generic superhero movie, this is with the costumes that they would be wearing. You know. Yeah, but that's kind of their costumes in the book too. Yes, like, but I mean they're all based off you know. 
This is the MCU. This is time to re. If if it's something that people don't know about or some people something that people don't have super interest in, revamp it, change it up, make it cooler. Yeah, make it something that we're interested. These look like, and I I understand it's just concept art, but I feel like almost like they look like, especially what they presented looked like CGI costumes, like to the fullest. I I wish they would go like full Kirby with it. Mm -hmm. You know, like you know. you know, where it was very almost like what we got with like Thor Ragnarok. Yes, get weird. Yeah, but they're all gods. I and... think maybe tone wise it wouldn't <laughs> necessarily fit. I'm guessing I feel like this is gonna be more of a serious tone movie. I guess. Um but yeah, I, I wish they would just go like full on Kirby and make it almost like, you know, outrageous. But I mean it is what it is. They don't look bad. They're just kinda of bland. Yeah. I agree. They're a little bland. But I mean I feel like the Eternals are a little bland, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't necessarily surprised by the costumes or disappointed. Um, you know, they're just gonna Foggy's gonna have to do a lot to sell me on this movie. Honestly, mm. so. I just hope that they're not just, leaning too much on the cast. You know, just the casting decision. They actually have a good story for the Eternals. They oh. have something that's really going to draw people in and make this interesting. Yeah, I would I would think. I mean, I don't I trust him enough where he's mm-hmm. got a story, you know, it can't just be on the names. You know, I don't think the names are that dazzling that will they're not strong enough to just pull you into the theater, so there has to be a story. Um I don't know, man. I have a feeling this is going to be one of those things where we see the first trailer and we'll be surprised and, mm. you know, foaming at the mouth for. I, it. I want another Guardians experience. That's, I, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm hoping for Mm -hmm. that's what i keep on comparing this to because when they made that announcement and everything like that everyone's like what's guardians of the galaxy that's ridiculous why would you tackle that um but you know it ended up being one of my favorite mcu Mm -hmm. movies i almost didn't see that you know i was just like why why should i care yeah no (laughs) no i mean so i mean i don't know in foggy we trust so (laughs) i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt uh, it does worry me because it's such an ensemble cast too. Like I don't know who really the main character is here, you know, and I don't know much about the Eternals. They've always operated kind of outside of like the Marvel universe, you know, and all the characters I follow. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I don't know if I care enough to go pick up a fucking Eternals trade at this point. I wish there'd be some kind of like leak of what you know the story is actually following, so maybe mm-hmm. I can like. You pick up that trade that like at least influenced it because Foggy always uses the source material you know bits and pieces at least so if I had an idea like where they were going I could at least you know pick up that book and see you know okay can I can I get into this um you know but I I don't know man they've always I always associate them with the Inhumans for some reason you know <laughs> um it, they just have never done anything for me. So we'll see. You we'll know? definitely, I mean, we're, I'm definitely keeping my eye on it yeah. as much as possible. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They did have a little bit more of um, concept art uh, come out um, teasing another Celestial. So the Celestials are definitely a big mm-hmm. part of this story. So they they look massive and, and very impressive. So the art design for it, I, I feel like, you know, it, it's going to be impressive. Yeah. Um, you know, and I feel like this is going to be one of those movies visually that are they're just going to be breathtaking. But you know, yeah, these costumes <laughs> are a little lackluster. Yes. You do have a little uh, Game of Thrones uh, reunion going mm-hmm. on though with uh, Job. Yep. Yeah, Rob and John. Right. Look at that. Huh. All right. Well, moving on, we finally got a date for Black Panther two. Yes. Um, it will be released May sixth, twenty twenty two. 
Um, does that make that officially phase five then? I would believe so. Right? Because I don't think there was any 2022. They on didn't that. give us the, you know, the whole schedule, mm-hmm. the big layout. But I don't remember that year being on that the list. 2022. Yeah. So, okay. We'll see. We'll see. I'm and sure. And that sounds like May, May is usually their marker for going forward. Well, yeah. April now, but... <laughs> Are we just doing two years, though? Phase? I mean, th- that feels short for a phase, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, they've got no... enough content <laughs> coming out in those two years. It's Don't get me wrong. It's a lot of stuff. I mean, I... Holy shit, it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> if you count all I'm the Disney Plus series... <laughs> I don't, we'll see. We'll see. And there's there's strong rumors still happening uh, where they're, everyone's kind of speculating that Namor is going to be mm. the main yes. villain of the story. How does that make you feel? I'm not a huge Namor fan. I think you know that pretty well. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Black Panther and him have great history. And there's a lot of conflicts that they can go across. I mean, it'll be interesting Maybe get more international fare through this, but I don't know. I'm with you. I'm not a huge like Namor fan, but I think it'd be cool to have like the parallel between mm-hmm. between two kings, you know, and then two like warring nations. That could be fun. Um, and then everything that Hickman did with those two, um, with his like insane storyline um, that took place during the incursion, like they like be, it became like a blood feud. Um, it got nasty. So I mean, I, I definitely see potential there. Um, so I just, I wouldn't necessarily like right away. I always think like Namor, I think Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, it'd be a cool choice. I'd be interested to see where they go with it. Well, um, speaking of content for Disney plus, we have Anthony Mackie claims he won't be Captain America. Yeah. He claimed it. He said this in a variety <laughs> interview, um, like on the red carpet. And then, yeah, he literally, he said, no, I'm the Falcon. I will always be the Falcon. The moniker will stay the same, but then, like, after a day or two, he kind of, like, backtracked it a little. Um, he might just be playing coy. I don't... Mm-hmm. I, I find that very hard to believe. You can't give the dude the shield and then, you know, not let him go full cap. He's got to go full cap. I think he just doesn't want to spoil the ending of the Disney Plus series, yeah. honestly. Um, we got the announcement that uh, Wyatt Russell will be playing John Walker, uh, a.k.a. the U.S. agent. So I'm guessing if they're going to go off the comic continuity, um, the U.S. agent, John Walker, was the um, person that the government actually first knighted Captain America after Steve Rogers stepped down, mm-hmm. you know, and became nomad. So they could go that route where like, oh, you know, the government is, you know, has their government issue Captain America running around. And then it's really like them kind of like, you know, interacting with him and maybe coming in conflict because um, he goes off the rails rather quickly, so on the original story. So I mean, it, I don't know. I don't. Know. It could be fun though. I just felt like he was just like trying. He's to blowing boy. smoke. Yeah, I think he's blowing smoke. Mm-hmm. He jokes around a lot in those interviews too. So. Unless they start calling him Captain Falcon, which I think that would, would be, be horrible. Yeah, that would be fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to go full cap. Mm-hmm. He's got to go full cap. So, but they're not gonna. They're not gonna spoil it. You know, in the very exactly. beginning. You know. 
let it be the big reveal. Because I, I I think we talked about it before. I feel like it's going to be like the last episode, like literally the last moment of the episode where you, you know, of the like, you know, last episode of the season where you see him in the full costume with the shield and everything. Finally, you know, taking on the mantle, mm. and then you next time you see him will be in like exactly. you know an Avengers film or something. Maybe you'll get someone saying, "Oh, what's the plan, Cap?" Uh huh. Like, yeah, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> uh, and then we got some concept art of WandaVision. Um, you know, definitely playing up the uh, whole sitcom, the fifties sitcom yes. vibe. Um, with a little tease of you know a uh, Scarlet Witch's comic accurate costume. In the background, um, just the, the the headdress that she mm. wears. We also got the announcement that Kat Dennings uh, is set to reprise her role as Darcy in the series, which is yeah, kind just... of out of left field. <laughs> um, Darcy is from, you know, the Thor franchise, who we didn't see in Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also uh, Jimmy Woo uh, will be back, um, who's played by uh, Randall Park, who was a big part of the Ant-Man, you know, mm-hmm. uh, movie. So, I don't know. And you top that off with, like, Monica Rambo like, coming back and everything. Um, not coming back, but we're getting, like, an adult version yes. of Monica Rambo, Rambo from, uh, you know, the Captain Marvel movie. It seems like it's just going to be this weird, like, bizarre world, you know, um, you know, of, like, the MCU where you're getting, like, all these, like, side characters. You know, if I was going to speculate, they're, like, all probably going to be, like, you know... The neighbors and everything mm-hmm. like that, you know, going by different names, but, you know, really being, you know, those characters, like, fun nods and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that'd be clever. I'm guessing that it's just going to be, like, some weird, twisted, you know, maybe, like, some dimension that Scarlet Witch has made in her mind, you know, like, to save Vision or something like that. Like, maybe it literally takes place between, like, where, you know... She destroys, mm. you know, Vision Stone and then Thanos, like, you know, rewinds, you know, history and, you know, grabs it out of his head um, for himself. I, w- I would love if it was like straight like bewitched. Like that's how it's like set up and everything where she's like hiding her powers and constantly fixing the timeline oh, and things going on. Yeah, getting like wacky hijinks mm-hmm. and everything like that, trying to hide her power. Yeah, that could work. I could see that. <laughs> it's just weird that they're using all these established mm. like Marvel characters, you know, in the show. So, but they're everyone keeps on saying it's like nothing that you've ever seen before. Like it's literally supposed to be Marvel's first sitcom. So I hope they go full sitcom style and everything like that too. Well, they picked up sitcom actors for it, so it's just like it'd be funny if Darcy is. That's true. They are both sitcom mm-hmm. actors, so um, you know, do we get like canned laughter? And everything? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I okay. expect some real fake laughter. Because at first I was really thinking that it was going to be kind of like Tom King's like Vision run, mm-hmm. um, but now I, I think it's completely something different. So, I don't know. I don't know. I mean. It can't get here soon enough, though. I'm really, really excited for this series. Do you think they would explore any of that? F. Tom King's Road? Bring in, um, what's her name? The like, where daughter? Vision's, like, kind of having his, like, Vivian, and, like, he's, like, basically making his own family and everything mm-hmm. like that? I don't know. I'm not sure. I feel like this is more Wanda's doing than Vision's doing, so I'm going to say no. But it would be an interesting twist on it, where it's, like, he thinks he needs to create his own family because he's still a robot. I mean, he looks human. Or do you think Wanda's there. the one creating the whole family? I, I do think Wanda will just be creating everything. But Which would be a f- 
which, sorry to interrupt, it would be a fun way to introduce her children mm-hmm. who end up becoming Young Avengers. Because mm-hmm. it definitely feels like, one, once again, that they're going to go towards, you know, that Young Avengers team, that Champions team, but you could do Wicked, you could do Speed, you know, and, and that would totally make sense. It's like you introduce them by, like, how do you keep them around? You know, like... It's magic, man. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I don't know. I... I don't, I'm more and more curious about mm-hmm. this show, though. So Absolutely. It's definitely, at like, I don't know, on the top of the list for me right now. All right, what else do we have, Christian? Uh, we had a first look at Black Widow. That's right. We got a poster. Yes. Um, which kind of gave us a look at Taskmaster. Um, and then we got kind of a side view of Red Guardian. Um, he looks pretty fucking badass. He's mm. rocking the beard and everything like that. Um, star. Yeah, and then they actually gave us the they did some teaser footage um during D23. So spoilers for anyone who doesn't want to listen, it's very brief though. Um so you had Florence Pugh as Elena um and Black Widow sparring um and you know basically going back and forth. Um you know uh, Elena's basically making fun of all the posing mm-hmm. that Black Widow does. But Black Widow is wearing new gear, right? Yeah, she is wearing all white. So it looks exactly like her, you know, typical Black oh. Widow costume, but <laughs> it's all white. So And they actually had it on display, you know, for fans there. So, um, But that was pretty much it on the Black Widow front. Um, and that's actually, that's first up on the slate, right? That's mm-hmm. May 1st. Um, but then uh, there was a big announcement about the What If series. So there's going to uh, be one episode for every MCU movie, which is crazy to think. Um, I think it's 23 in all. Yes. Um, but they actually showed some footage also for that. Um, you know, it's an animated series. Um, but they had like, you know, I guess they did like, they had footage of Iron Man, Hulk, and Thor. And then they went ahead and they had Jeffrey uh, Wright narrating, who's playing the Watcher, um, and then just going on about endless possibilities and everything like that. Um, but then you go ahead and you have like this whole like scene with like Star Lord being someone else completely, you know, a different person, you know, in that role. Um, you had Bucky fighting Captain America on a train um, because uh, Captain America was actually a Marvel zombie. So it looks like they're going to be diving into mm-hmm. that like insane, you know, storyline. Uh, you actually had two. You had Peggy uh, Carter getting the Super Soldier treatment, which you know we've heard you know rumors about, but um, which is kind of a dumb moment. I don't know why I didn't think of this. Um, at first, it was reported that she was going to be Captain America, you know, but obviously yeah. she's going to be Captain <laughs> Britain, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so you get you get a good look, I guess, at you know. As her, like, you mm-hmm. know, as, you know, as Captain Britain. So, um, but yeah, no, it, it, from everything, all the reports were saying, like, you know, how great the animation looked and everything. So I kind of hope that they do, like, if it's one per movie, maybe they do multiple scenarios per episode. I don't know. I'm fine with one-offs because I don't know how Which long one? the actual, you know, I'm assuming it's are. like 30 minutes, I would hope. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind it being longer. (laughs) But (laughs) they're not going to give you an hour. I don't know. I'm greedy, I guess. (laughs) It's animated. I guess it takes longer to to make. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I I don't... If it's only 30 minutes, though, do you want them really, like, 
going through multiple multiple scenarios like that. I think you underestimate how long a 15 minute slot of like a what if can be, you know? I don't know, man. I think it'd be funner to go like more of a deep dive into the character, but I that's fine. It's I'd, been I'd, I'd, I'd be happy either way, honestly. Yes. <laughs> so I'm not going to complain. Um, but yeah, no, I it, it's exciting though, and they they're getting a lot of like the actors coming back to like voice the characters. So it is going to be a little like awkward because they're going to have to do you know Spider Man. Yeah. Also, <laughs> you know, he's already like you know slated. There's a script and everything. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. You know, on that front, you know, maybe that will be the olive branch. You know, that, you know, appeases everyone and gets everyone talking again. I doubt it. So this whole week has literally been like the first week after Uh the breakup. You know, like everyone's (laughs) making their statements and everything, like how unfortunate it is and, you know, how, you know, well, that's okay. Like trying to come to terms, like Foggy came out and said, well, we made five great movies together. You know, it couldn't last forever. I was like, and I'm like, yeah, it could (laughs) have. So I think Tom Holland, you know, mm-hmm. had a panel there. I don't know what he was talking there talking about. You know, I don't. I think he did. He's doing some other Disney movie. Yeah, you know, that obviously it's not comic book related, it's Star Wars related because I don't care about <laughs> it. But he addressed everything and mm-hmm. just you know how unfortunate it was. But you know he has faith that they're gonna you know do justice to Spider Man. You know, moving forward and everything, and they've got great things. You know, yeah, but um, he has to say that. Yes, obviously <laughs> he's a Sony employee, so. Um, but I'm sure he's just, you know, heartbroken. You could see it in everyone's eyes, too. That just no one's happy. Because every actor, too, like on the red carpet and, on, you know, during the panels were being asked. So, but everyone kind of gave a standard, like, PR statement. But you could see how disappointed everyone hmm. was. So It's funny. Uh, it's Chris Hemsworth in the animated film with him as well. Oh, is it? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure he's giving him a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> So that's pretty much it on the MCU front. Um, But we've got Star Wars to talk about, Christian. Go ahead and lead us off. We had big Mandalorian news, starting off with Ming-Nay Wen getting casted for the show. Um, May, I believe, is her name. Yes. um, Yes. I I keep saying Avengers show, but it's... uh, The S.H.I.E.L.D. show. S.H.I.E.L.D. show, yes. <laughs> Great character in that. Loved her work in that completely. She's also uh, Disney's Mulan. So oh yes, she's kind of getting like all the best of all of like Disney right the now. The animated Mulan before people started saying no, she's not. <laughs> yeah, calm down. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's she's got to be a Disney princess. Mm-hmm. She got to be a superhero pretty much, and she's gonna get to be in Star Wars. So she's. You know, running, you know, the Disney tour right now. <laughs> the gauntlet. So, yeah, right? Um, but she's a phenomenal actress. Yes. You know, I she's one of the best parts of the S.H.I.E.L.D. show. So I, I'm excited for that. Um, I wonder what, you know, role she's going to be playing. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see her as like a bounty hunter. But I'd love to see everyone as a bounty hunter. <laughs> really she could just be totally badass, though. Mm-hmm. She's got the physicality. Like, she shows it off as Agent May on S.H.I.E.L.D. So mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't mind seeing her in like kind of an action role. But yeah, no, she she's got the Disney trifecta, that's for sure. Um, we also got uh, some Clone War news. Um, we have a release date for the show. The final season is going to be uh, debuting in February on Disney Plus, of course. Yes. So, um, and then we also got the official announcement for Obi Wan. Um, 
the series is coming. Um, it, we don't have a date on it, but we know when it actually takes place. Yes. So it is going to be nine years after Revenge of the Sith. In that same kind of solo era. Yes. So, I mean... That leads to a lot of different possibilities. Mm-hmm. You know, do you see like Obi Wan interact with any of those solo characters? You know, um, there's a lot that they could do there. Um, I still, I'm curious to see what they do. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be a situation where it's just him guarding Luke. You know, I think he's. Do you, I mean? Do you think he goes off planet? I would. I would like to see him go off planet. I mean. Maybe not. Like, he has to come back. Cause <laughs> well, obviously, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'd like to see... Our new hope doesn't happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I would, like... Because, like, like I said last time, I'd like to see him working with the Organos, probably doing, like, small missions and stuff. Something where he established why, um, you know, his part of the rebellion, pretty much, during that period. Like, he's kind of helping out behind yes. the scenes or something mm. like that, going on little missions. Do you, but then why would they need to seek him out? You know, well, because like, maybe he's like decided. Yeah, he's like he's left that behind. He's he's getting older at that point. Maybe he's kind of just like in that, like where where do I go from here type of headspace? You know. Yeah, maybe there's like a little falling out mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 do you have Darth Maul interact with Maul? I know like rebels and everything like that. You know, we had that, like, final battle between mm-hmm. the two. Is it going back to the well too many times, you know? I don't know. And I, it does kind of mess with continuity if mm-hmm. they do that. Because I believe in Rebels, and I could be wrong, right? That was like, you know, Maul was hunting for Obi-Wan. Yes. So, I don't know. And the Maul that we saw in Solo is, like, full gangster at that point. So, I don't know. Hey. Shit. there's a lot of possibilities (laughs) i mean it's only been eight years so i mean at least they don't have to like age him up at all you know there isn't going to be too much uh like effects that wise um there's still i mean with him being young there's still lots of possibilities he could go like have a marriage and everything like he did in legends of continuity and stuff we have no idea how far he you know He'll take yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of time in between mm. where they could tell a lot of different stories. So, um, yeah, yeah. How does he become Uncle Ben? Exactly. That's what, <laughs> that's what I want to know. So, I don't want too much young Luke, though. I know I, some people have been talking about that. I just, I don't really want to see a young Luke for some If reason. anything, he's just going to be a whiny five-year-old. Oh, he's going to be super <laughs> I mean, He was a whiny fucking, what, 18-year-old. Exactly. So, um, I don't know, man. I I, I hope he goes off planet. Mm-hmm. I really, I, I don't want like, you know, the desert years, you know, with Obi-Wan. You know, I, I'm fine with some of that, but give him some adventures and everything like exactly. that. So, all right. Uh, so speaking of the Mandalorian, speaking of, you know, Star Wars, we got some trailers yes. to talk about. Coming soon to theaters. All right. Well, starting off, we're going to start off with the Mandalorian trailer. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Don't you agree? I did. What did you think about the Mandalorian trailer? What was your impressions of finally getting to see a full-length 
bounty hunter extravaganza that this was. Um, it was everything that I wanted in mm. <laughs> I was so excited for this. I probably watched it like maybe five times in a row over and over again. Like, I, I, it was everything I wanted. Mm-hmm. It really was. So, um, it, it looked beautiful. Um, there are a lot of things I wasn't expecting, you know, um, I, I love the action sequences that we saw. I thought those were really well done. Um, it feels like it's going to be very much like an action orientated, you know, show. Yes. Um, so that, that was, I mean, just the, the scene alone where he's like, you know, uses his grappling hook to pull the guy through the doors and it looks like he's about to get cut in half. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I love that he didn't take off his helmet the entire mm-hmm. trailer. Um, I'm hoping that actually is a thing, you know, throughout the show. I don't know how they'd pull it off, but it'd be pretty fucking badass. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Think, Maybe, if anything, just once. You know, like, yeah, for a big moment mm-hmm. or something. Um, I don't know, man. This this was amazing. You know, I mean, it's probably one of the better trailers I've ever seen, honestly. And I don't know if it's just because I've been, like, jonesing for, you know this show in a star wars underworld you know themed you know movie or show for so long Mm. but this was everything that i could possibly want and more so i just love like how dark and gritty it seemed um and we're gonna see this like underbelly of star wars finally like pedro pascal can play a dark character but this is the most stoic of a dark character i've seen because he's he's tons of charisma Mm-hmm. And everything I've seen him in so far with Game of Thrones and um, Narcos. So it's just, it's interesting to see him play this type of role, like where he might not even show his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think maybe we might be <laughs> getting ahead of ourselves because I feel like a, a man, you know, that stature, you know, mm. um, they're probably going to want to show his face at some point. You know, he is a handsome man. So. Mm. Um, you know, and you know how vain actors are, but mm. I still, I would love for it for like to be like the last episode or something like that, you know, where he takes off the helmet finally. Um, if anything, I was expecting a little bit of wit, you know, like some, like a one-liner somewhere thrown in there. I think but that's probably was... why IG-11 mm-hmm. is, exactly. Know, in it. Um, so, and that's going to be portrayed by, uh, uh Taika, Taika Waititi. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, um. I that alone too that action sequence where you know we see like IG eleven like you know in the middle of a fight and everything god damn you know that's everything I've mm-hmm. always like oh because we've seen like we saw a little bit of it on like Clone Wars you know but never live action <laughs> um, that was phenomenal <laughs> you know that was just awesome man I know I love that like, there's like one scene where they're like silhouetted you know it's like him and IG eleven mm-hmm. like walking into a bar just straight fucking cowboy shit man that that's so so fucking awesome <laughs> i'm trying to like contain myself because i i love uh-huh. the trailer so much <laughs> but i can literally talk for an hour about the trailer um the fact that he seems like he's like using carbonite on all his like, yes you know <laughs> um well reports say like he has a clone wars era ship that he's altered to have its own carbonite freezing chamber within the ship. Yes. So and he's doing it all the mm-hmm. bounties that he has. Exactly. Oh my god. That's <laughs> I never even imagined that being possible, you know, but mm. just the one scene where he's got like one of his bounties like carbonated up, that's fucking fantastic, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's the right kind of different 
from Star Wars. Like, we're not focusing on anything, you know, war-related or Jedi-related. Although, it, the... but it does seem like we're going to get, like, you know, what's going on with, like, mm-hmm. you know, the Empire after everything. Like, the aftermath of, you know, Return of the Jedi. Because we're seeing... You know, like, for, I'm guessing it's former, you know, um, uh, higher ranking yes. officers. And they have, like, yeah, like a small units of stormtroopers, you know, with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I feel like we're going to be kind of, like, exploring yeah. like, this is, that whole epilogue. This is an extremely important time period, mm-hmm. especially for everything that's going on with Episode Nine. Yeah. So I, I'm wondering, like, how, like, much of a deep dive they take mm-hmm. into, like, you know... What that what the universe looks like, and you know, did it like leave a vacuum, you know, in the Star Wars? You know, not having an empire like overseeing everything like that, you know, is it like now the old West? Is that what the series is exploring now? Mm-hmm. Um, because there, I was surprised with the amount of like stormtroopers we saw and everything because we got death troopers, yes, in this. Um, you know, we got your average stormtrooper, but it there were a lot of them, so it's like, okay, so are is the empire still a thing? Kind of like, you know, are these like higher ranking officers still kind of in charge of like their planets, or you know, is there a, a fight, a battle going on? <laughs> I mean, I could get into some deep theories, man. But... <laughs> We haven't got all day. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if... It's our like, show. I mean, we could do whatever we want. <laughs> it'd be interesting to see if, like, this is a commander that got a hit put on him and that's what he's after. And or and he's in the middle of doing one of Palpatine's, you know, death wish tasks. Where, like, the Mandalorian you know? is going after. Yes. Yeah, maybe. maybe. And, you know, Tatooine is probably a big place for Palpatine. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So you think we're going to actually feel like Palpatine's like presence with everything that was happening with maybe not his presence, but at least his his efforts to his all his plans after his death. After his death, okay. Because I, I thought feel maybe like you're that's going to be a part. Since we know, it seems like mm-hmm. spoilers. If you don't, if you've lived underneath a rock <laughs> for the last couple of months, you know the Emperor is going to be mm-hmm. part of you know Rise of Skywalker. You know, like he somehow survived or came back. Like I thought, maybe you're saying that, like he would somehow be part of this. Oh no, I'm just saying, like similar to what they were doing in the Battlefront Two game with Operation Inferno. You know, we're we're running into one of those where he's like destroying something that, or he's hiding something. Like there's like pockets exactly of of different. You know, maybe he has an observatory here. Who knows? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it should be a fun ride though. Mm -hmm. So. Right. Though I doubt we'll get anywhere too deep into any. Well, because the show gets released. Like mm. if the show was released after Rise of Skywalker, I could see that. But since it's released like the month beforehand, mm. I don't think you're going to get any kind. I'm of... more speculating hints rather than like this is exactly what's going on. Yeah, I mean they could be laying groundwork, mm-hmm. you know, for Rise of Skywalker though. Because if you're a Star Wars fan, there's no way you're not watching this series. Now I thought it was interesting. It came out too that it's going to be released weekly yeah i thought that was odd but you know it seems like a lot of the disney plus shows mm-hmm. are going to be released weekly so is that something that i'm going to be able to wait and binge all at the end or do i do i watch it weekly no i feel like people would ruin the hell i'm totally going to be watching it weekly there's no way <laughs> there's no way you're going to be patient enough you know how the internet uh-huh. is you're not going to be able to go online <laughs> so 
And then it's got an eight episode count. Yes. Um, fifteen million an episode. Fifteen million an episode. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. So the entire budget was one hundred and twenty million. Mm. So it's a pretty big budget, you know. But I mean, it's really what it takes though to get to that quality, mm-hmm. you know, the Star Wars universe. So I think fans would be disappointed if they spent any less. Honestly, and it's Disney. They have all the money in the world. Exactly. So. Why not? <laughs> They're going to be fine. <laughs> and this is like one of their main draws to get yeah. people on the plus right now. So. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah. So, and it will be released November twelfth. So it's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. All right, but we got more Star Wars to yes. talk. Yeah. Next up, we have the big one, Episode Nine's Surprise Skywalker teaser. So, with this trailer, I mean, they, they started off with, okay, like... but let's bump the brakes. Yeah. It's not really a trailer. It's more like footage, <laughs> like, dressed up. That's what I'm trying to say. It's... As a trailer, because what we got the whole, like, rundown of, you know, yes. the different eras of Star Wars, and then, you know, we get a few scenes. Mm. So, it is really like a glorified teaser. Yes. You know, I'm just nitpicking. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's their whole basis, you know. They're, it's... It's the end of a saga completely. So they're going to keep doing that. And it's an easy way. I mean, they were doing that with fucking um, Endgame. I'm fine. This is enough to keep, you know, a starving (laughs) man living. So that's all I need. I don't want more than this, honestly. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm I'm guessing there's probably going to be one more trailer dropped and then that's it. Um, which I'm just fine ignore with. all the TV trailers. Yes, because <laughs> that yeah, I think like the three weeks leading up, mm. they'll do like a bunch of different TV spots where there might be a little like some different footage. But yeah, I usually stay the fuck exactly. away from all those. Um, but yeah, no. What what did you think, Christian? Oh man, I you know exactly what I'm thinking. Uh huh. Because they finally showed off the double lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it was red, it's I, you know, it's. It's definitely going to be a vision. It's I, I don't imagine they'll turn her. What evil. are you talking about, Christian? You're talking about dark ray, yes. right? So we got you know at the end of the little teaser, and the teaser it was what it was. You got to see like you know uh, Poe and Ray coming upon like it looked like some kind of village or something mm-hmm. like that. You had C-3PO flashing some red eyes. I was like, is he going evil too? Like, <laughs> um, which was like a big part of like people speculating this week for some reason. Um, and then what else did we... Oh, we had Rey and you know Kylo battling on some ship yes. in the middle of the ocean. Well, it looks like the um, middle spike um, from the... What's it called? The Death Star. Okay, sure. The, um, the, the thing that... Um, I'm, I'm totally mixing up my words here, but... Um, Obi-Wan turns off the tractor beam. It looks like they're standing on top of that. And it's in the middle of the ocean? Like it's like just yeah, wreckage they, or something yeah, like just that? Wreckage. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Mm. I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> but I'm definitely not saying you're right. <laughs> um, what Was there anything else big? In, oh, you had. it seemed like Ray training. 
where she just mm. flings her lightsaber and like cuts down a couple yes. trees. Um, yeah, and that's have, just for all the video games they'll put out after. <laughs> yeah, and you got to look at like Carrie Fisher and everything mm. like that, who will be brought all back. the Star Destroyers. Yeah, that right there sent chills down my mm. spine when all those Star Destroyers like appear in the sky and everything. You got the storm in the background. That's some fucking badass. Shit I just there. worry that that's also part of the vision. Do you think? Because before that, you see. It looks like the resistance fleet too, mm-hmm. like appear in the sky. Well, I just I I argue it because of the blue and the dark. It just feels like visiony. That's a good point. That could be. There's lightning going on I in hope the it's sky. Not, though. <laughs> I, I mean, that, that's totally badass. If it yes. Um, but then at the end, you get this look of Ray. Mm-hmm. You know, in a dark robe. And all of a sudden she flips open this fucking badass double-sided lightsaber, sparking red. Mm-hmm. Um, people lost their shit, including me. Um, but, like, right away, like, as you were just saying, you know, it, it's got to be a vision. Yes. One, they wouldn't give it to us this early, you know. Two, I mean, just the way it's shot mm-hmm. feels very dreamlike to me. You know, like the look on her face and everything like that. I mean, it just, it has to be a vision. You know, um, I just don't foresee them turning one of their more popular characters, the main character, you know, the main protagonist of, you know, this trilogy, you know, to the dark side like that. You know, I I, I don't know if it's going to be like Kylo's vision or, you know, her being hunted by like nightmares mm-hmm. or maybe the Emperor fucking with her. Um, but it's gotta be a vision. I mean, a double turn would be fucking awesome, but I don't think no, it's gonna they're happen. Not, they're not going that route, though. Mm. You know, it would be phenomenal, though, but they're not going and that I route. And I love all the theories coming out, like a possible possession by Palpatine and stuff like that. Do you want to see that, though? This <sighs> old man possessing this, like, you know, 20-year-old it, girl. <laughs> Something's creepy about it. I mean... Yeah, it is I mean, what it it's is. It's Palpatine. It's, of course I, it's creepy. I guess. You know, I mean, he manipulated Anakin's birth. There's, there's no reason to believe he couldn't good, have... Good, good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, I it, uh, where are you with the whole, you know, Palpatine thing? You like, how are you feeling about it? So, and, you know, my original theory was it's just going to be, you know, like a Sith ghost, which... Shouldn't exactly exist, but, you know, just... Now, rumors are saying that that's not going to be the case. Yeah. That we're going to get him, like, you know, in real time, you know, an actual, you know, physical, mm-hmm. you know, um, version of the character. It's not going to be a ghost, you know, a Jedi or a Force ghost. I'm happy as long as it's not a clone. Yeah, I don't you want know, I don't want... I mean, clone power and everything exists in this universe already. It's possible, but I don't need And it. it's been done in, exactly. you know, in Legends canon. So, you know, there's been, I mean, they cloned it up for a long time. Mm-hmm. There were like multiple clones of Luke, I believe, at one point. They they got crazy with it. I right? would accept time travel over clones at the moment. <sighs> I don't like if either. If it's <laughs> going through the, the portals from um, Rebels, I'm fine with that. Oh, uh, and it would be in canon, mm-hmm. you know. And we actually saw the saber, the lightsaber that Ray has on an episode of, or a version of that, you know, lightsaber on an episode of Rebels. Yeah. So that lightsaber does exist. Now, to get to get back to the lightsaber, though, 
it's super thin. And that was one of the things that they were talking about before, where they were trying to make all the weapons a little bit like thinner so that they could do more acrobatic and stuff like that. It definitely shows. Like to me, that looked a lot. Oh, you're thinner. talking about the handle. Yeah, the handle itself okay. looked way thinner and more like this is something that they're going to be able to twirl around and shoot. user friendly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like malls, like because mm. malls, malls is thick. Yeah, it's definitely thick. <laughs> that was actually the first lightsaber I ever owned. Oh, really? As a toy, was Malls. You're so young. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I got that. I love the look of it, though. <laughs> mm. Did you like the look of it? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I hope that she will some version of that, mm. though. Like, I want, like, a blue version of that for her. You know, because it feels like it's been they've been leading up to this the yes. entire, like, the last two movies. So, it makes perfect sense. But I don't know, man. I... I I'm more and more excited for this, you mm-hmm. know, as time goes on. You know, I'm, I'm, of course, I'm naturally excited for this, any Star Wars movie. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I love what we're seeing, you know, and I trust J.J. You know, a lot of people were down on the fact that they went back to J.J. Mm-hmm. I was fine with it. I enjoyed Force Awakens. So, um, you know, I, he's just got a tall task you know it's a huge undertaking you know to kind of like close this out on the right you know note i mean everything he's been saying just sounds like he's been trying to wrap up nine films altogether not just three but nine like a saga completing every single storyline you know that's that's a lot for anyone to take on yeah yeah like good luck (laughs) good luck i don't even know if george lucas could really handle that Oh, no. Mm-hmm. No, well, yeah. I, I, not now, at least, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. But, I mean, yeah, no. It's a lot. And I don't... I know that's kind of, like, what the job entails for him. But, like, I don't necessarily want the movie. Because I feel like they don't have enough movie for that. To do it right. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish they would just focus on, you know, Ray's story, really. You know, I understand, you know, fans want to see closure for, you know, the Skywalkers. And obviously that's what they're doing here with, you know, the name Rise of Skywalker. But, man, I just don't want them to get too bogged down, Mm. you know, on that. I feel like it's something I know they want to move on. But I feel like it could be something that gets explored elsewhere. Even in books or, Mm -hmm. you know, games or, you know, comics. There's so many different avenues they can tell that story. This isn't the end of Star Wars. It's just the, you know, the end of the saga. Well, the Skywalker saga. So that's that's my fear. That's going to be, like, too much story for the movie Mm -hmm. to possibly, like, you know, give everyone closure that needs it. So, I mean, good luck, JJ. (laughs) All right. Well, that does it for D23, I believe. What, that wasn't enough for you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got another huge trailer this week. Yes. The Joker. Arthur, I have some bad news for you. (laughs) This is the last time we'll be meeting. You don't listen, do you? You just ask the same questions every week. How's your job? Are you having any negative thoughts? All I have are negative thoughts. And finally, in a world where everyone thinks they could do my job, check out this guy. 
When I was a little boy and told people I was going to be a comedian, everyone laughed at me. Well, no one's laughing now. You can say that again, pal. It's so awful, isn't it? For my whole life, I didn't know if I even really existed. But I do. And people are starting to notice. You think this is funny? <laughs> is this a joke to you? <laughs> Murray, one small thing. Yeah. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker? All right, so this is the full trailer. Yes. I think the, and a lot of like sites were saying the final trailer. I feel like this is actually the first trailer trailer, right? Because before it was just kind of a teaser. Yeah, but they are calling it a final trailer. Yeah, so whatever. You know, <laughs> I'm glad that they're not doing mm-hmm. multiple trailers for a movie like this too. So, um, and it seems like a lot of studios are getting away from that, which great. Um, you know, it's just kind of like one full trailer and then that's it. So, let the fans, you know, guess and you know speculate <laughs> what they're gonna see. And I feel like it really gets people more into it. Learn than from Batman versus Superman. Right, yeah, because what there was like two hundred trailers overall. For yes, that. and it showed the entire movie. Yes, yes. So it seems like studios are getting away from that practice, mm-hmm. though, thankfully. Um, so this is Todd Phillips' exploration of Arthur Fleck, um, played by Joaquin Phoenix, a man disregarded by society. It's not only a gritty character study, but also a broader uh, cautionary tale. So. It seems like all that and more. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like a Martin Scorsese movie. <laughs> yes, yes, you know, yes. it's definitely inspired mm-hmm. by his movies, like Taxi Driver, King of Comedy. It really does have that kind of vibe, that CD, like you know, I don't know, like it just the the tone of the movie feels like it could be very much in the vein of a Scorsese mm-hmm. movie, like one of his classics from like you know the late seventies, early eighties. Um, you know, but. It, Instead, as a centerpiece, you know, we've got the Joker, you know. Um, It's going to be something that we've never seen before, you know, just going by the trailer, you know, a version that we've never seen before. But I feel like it's got, like, a lot of, like, you know, the best elements of Mm -hmm. the character. So, I mean, I don't know how you felt about the trailer, but I think stylized-wise, you know, it looked fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I think I enjoyed this one a little bit more than the first trailer. Uh, you know, the first trailer had me, you know, asking questions, wanting to know more about it. But this definitely, I, I think I got it better. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the elements with, like, a therapist, um, everything he says with her. Uh, you got more of a performance exactly. from Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. in this, too. You got to see kind of a, a better picture of, you know, what the character is going to be like in the movie. Where I feel like the last kind of teaser trailer, mm-hmm. you got a few scenes, but not, you know, like this... You kind of you can connect the dots, you know where this going, where this is going. Like people are already calling for like an Oscar yeah. for Joaquin Phoenix, <laughs> which is ridiculous based oh. off a trailer. But you know whatever. Um, 
you know, it, it definitely feels like, you know, this mm. is a fully formed character. Uh, I think the symbolism pulled off, or is way better pulled off in this trailer. Okay. Like, um, you know, the whole question of, like, a mask, wearing a mask as a person, and then take, like, he puts it in the trash. Something we've seen way before they even released the trailer. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, interesting to see how that plays off with the way that they were in direction. Um, I'm still a little confused about, um, you know, having uh, Bruce Wayne's dad be a villain. Uh, it's not the end of the world, but it's just, like, it's interesting. I don't like. I know some people are hung up on that. It doesn't bother me at all because it feels like this isn't that universe. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and it like he's a. It seems like he's supposed to be like a corporate, like yeah. big wig or something corporate like that. Yeah. So, um, I think people were kind of like you know referring to him as like um, you know like a Wall Street um, kind of like uh, Michael Douglas's character mm-hmm. in Wall Street, um, that Gordon Gecko like kind of character. So, and it seems like somehow, and I don't know how, but, you know, the Joker's kind of starting, like, this revolution and everything mm-hmm. um, against, I don't know, corporations or society in general, but there's something happening. Like, he's he's stirring up a movement, it seems like. Um, you know, but this is definitely, you know, a character who's, like, on a downward spiral. Like, you know, in the very beginning of the trailer, you kind of, you know see this guy who's like down on his luck and mm-hmm. it seems like he's unraveling but then something happens that you know inspires him that turns around and s- inspires society somehow um so i don't know though that's all you know we got out of it so i mean i'm sure there's a lot more depth yeah. you know to the movie and everything um i don't know i'm i'm super super stoked for this though um you know and this is only what like a month or two away at this point it's october right mm-hmm. so i don't know i mean just just the, the cinematography was just amazing too like you know i like the the color palette that they chose mm-hmm. you know it's like this weird like greenish bluish like hue that seems like you know that's happening like across the whole movie um and just I, I thought what they were doing with the makeup was fun, too. Like, how, like, you know, you, you kind of see him, like, going through different stages with the makeup and everything. I thought that was a really nice touch. Um, you know, I, I'm wondering if that's, like, a theme that happens throughout where you're kind of seeing, like, mm-hmm. this character, like, come onto his own and finally... But it also felt like the makeup was, like, showing off, like, now he is who he actually is. You know? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I feel like it's going to be mm-hmm. like different stages until he becomes like this fully formed version of himself, you know, like the best, the best Joker that he could be. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, um, and I love, you know, the turnaround of Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. you know, playing like almost like, like Jerry Lewis character from King of Comedy, you know. Um, so I don't know how much uh, I know in the beginning when they first announced this film, you know, Martin Scorsese was like up front, like on mm-hmm. all the press releases. But then it seems like, you know, his name hasn't been mentioned much at all anymore. Well, um, I think that was just like get people in the door. Now we can show them off what we've been working on. Absolutely. Because they mm-hmm. Todd Phillips doesn't like stir up excitement like Martin Scorsese, um, you know, but now they're not really like floating his name out there. So I think he's still attached, right? Mm-hmm. To, to the um, movie? At least producer. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know. Well, yeah, because yeah. he was always just producer. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, but I just have, I'm surprised that we haven't heard more of his name. I mean, like I said, Tone wise and everything like that, it's oh, definitely absolutely. inspired by a lot of Scorsese's works. So, um, but yeah, no, yay, Joker. Yes, <laughs> Christian, you like podcasts. I love them. I love podcasts. 
Have you heard of this new PodCoin app? No, I haven't heard of it. It's available for iPhones and Androids right now. It actually pays you to listen to podcasts. Really? Yes, yes. You get digital currency for listening to your favorite podcasts. But what could I even use digital currency on? Gift cards, um, Amazon, Starbucks. I believe they even have Target. Um, you can also use that digital currency to donate to your favorite charity if you want. Wow. If really? you're actually a good person, unlike yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to really look into this. I listen to a lot of podcasts, damn it. Me like too. Daily. And I mean, you might as well get paid for it, right? Exactly. Um, and right now, if you go ahead and use the promo code NerdShow, you get started off with 300 coins. That's a good deal. Right? Doesn't get any better than that. So I would stop doing what you're doing right now. Well, wait till the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> and go download PodCoin. All right. The pod player that pays. All right, so outside of D23, we had some other little news stories pop up this week. Yes. Uh, but, you know, the sake of time. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do it lightning round, you know, um, style. So, all right, James Wan produced Mortal Kombat movie, has found its Scorpion and Sang Soon. Uh, we have Hiroki uh, Sonata playing um, Scorpion, which I think is like, Perfect casting for Scorpion as a character. And then um, Chin Han playing Shang Tsung. Uh, we also had uh, released that Jessica McNames was going to be Sonya. Um, and Joss Lawson... I'm butchering your last name. Lawson Noss is playing Kano. Oh. So yeah, it's definitely looking like an awesome cast so far. So, out of nowhere, Netflix dropped a teaser trailer for a Breaking Bad sequel. Um, holy shit. Yes. Uh, El Camino. Uh, it's going to be a direct sequel to the Breaking Bad series. Um, and it looks like it's going to be the hunt of uh, for Jesse Pinkman. So it, Definitely uh, Netflix showing off. We still have properties over here. <laughs> yeah, we still have money. I'm surprised this wasn't going to be like on AMC, but it's mm. going straight to Netflix. And it's going to be coming out uh, October 11th. So it's like almost here. Um, we heard like speculation that they were going to do some kind of sequel mm. or a possible show or something starring Jesse. It was a while back, though. Um we had no idea there was anything like actually in production. Mm -hmm. So, um, they, you know, in the teaser, they had one of Jesse's friends be interrogated by the police who are definitely hunting for Jesse and everything. So that was it. Yeah, I believe it was also <laughs> reported that Brian Cranston has been on set. So maybe there'll be some flashbacks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 why not, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I'm really excited for it. Breaking Bad is definitely one of my favorite TV series of all time. Um, and this was a, a nice surprise, so to say the least. Last but not least, we have Anthony Michael Hall joining Halloween Kills as Tommy Doyle. Yes, and we heard that the character Tommy Doyle was going to be back for these movies. Mm. Um, last played by Paul Rudd. Everyone's disappointed that Paul Rudd couldn't return. Um, but Anthony Michael Hall is a great actor, mm -hmm. so hey, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm definitely excited for him to be on board of the, you know, with this project. Um, but man, it would have been really nice to see Paul Rudd. Maybe but they... he will be there as Ant Man. <laughs> that would make no sense, Christian. Well, you don't have to see him; he's an ant. 
Oh, I Terrible you. joke. I, I hate you. I hate you so much. You just ruined our podcast. <laughs> Tune in next week to Damon's Amazing Nerd Show. <laughs> it's an interesting, you know... Um, choice to have Tommy Doyle show up. We mm. saw them explore that with Halloween 6. Um, you know, so it should be, you know, fun. But the fact that he is a much older Tommy Doyle, you know, I don't know where they're going to, like, take this or how they're going to tie him in. Like, are they all are they all still living in the same town? I mean, I guess it's possible, but it felt like Lori and, like, her family were getting the fuck out of Haddonfield mm. at that point. So... You know, I don't know, man. I, this dead in the first five minutes. You think so? It's <laughs> <laughs> like what a waste of like casting and everything. But this is supposed to be too. Like Michael doesn't fucking know, mm. so you know it's got to be him coming to like their aid or something like that. Or you know, like how do you bring him in where it's like believable? So, but whatever. Hey, I'm just glad to be getting more Michael Myers. Yes, absolutely. All right, that's gonna do it for the news. Yes. I mean, I'm, I hope that was enough for everyone. <laughs> Uh, but we both saw a movie over the weekend. Yes, ready or not. And now, our feature presentation. I can't believe that in half an hour, I will be a part of the Lodomus Gaming Dynasty Empire. Uh, Dominion, we prefer Dominion. I honestly can't wait to be a part of your family. Still there's just one more thing. And then you are officially part of the family. So, at midnight, you have to play a game. Why? It's just something we do when someone new joins the family. A game. What game? Hide and seek? Are we really gonna play that? Well, the rules are simple. You can hide anywhere. We then try to find you. So there's no way for me to win, right? I mean, stay hidden till dawn. <laughs> no, thank you. Good luck. What the hell is this? How old is this thing? I know you're in here. Jesus, you shot the maid. Does she look like she's wearing a giant white wedding dress, Emily? <laughs> All right, a bride's wedding night takes a sinister turn when her eccentric new in-laws force her to take part in a terrifying game. Fun movie. Uh, you know... I didn't like that we most of the jokes were all in the trailer, but beyond that, I think it was really an entertaining film overall. Um, I enjoyed, you know, Sam uh, weaving, going through the motions, freaking out uh, with the husband and everything. Um, it really, it really seemed like how you would react to that, you know, kind of situation. <laughs> well, yeah, and at situ- first. So basically, the situation is they get married and everything like mm. that. She thinks they're on to their honeymoon. And he's like, oh, well, there's this one tradition that we go, we yes. do um, whenever someone new comes into the family, you know, we play a game. And their, their family, you know, their whole fortune and everything is founded on, you know, this giant, like, game mm-hmm. enterprise, um, you know. It seems like they're like this, you know... I don't know, evil version of, you know, uh, Parker Brothers, if you will. Yes. So they show all these kind of games in the background, 
you know, um, in the opening montage, you know, and they all kind of have like a satanic vibe uh-huh. <laughs> to them. <laughs> Family ritual. But it really, the movie does like really start off mm-hmm. like, you know, hitting the ground running. Like it does not stop in the very beginning. So, um, but yeah, and then she, you know, she's forced to like sit down, pick, you know, from a deck of cards, you know, um, in this creepy little box, I guess, like, you know, draws a card for them. Yes, it like auto writes whatever game you're supposed to play on yes. the card. The dad goes through this whole story Spiel. of like, you know, how, you know, their whole, you know, business is built upon, you know, this chance meeting between, I believe, his like great grandfather and this man LaBelle. Um, you know, and the story moves on where, you know, anytime anyone enters the family, they have to play a game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but there's this little box, you know, um, that, you know, draws a card for, you know, the participant. Um, you could tell everyone's kind of like on wit's end and, you know, super nervous about, you know, the card and everything. Um, you know, she's, the, the bride's definitely in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great way to introduce all the characters though, I thought, because we didn't really see, you know, the wedding or anything like that. It's really like you know, the couple before the wedding and then, you know, we go, we, you know, shoot right past it and we go right into like, you know, the night, the wedding night. Um, so it really hits the ground running. Um, I liked um, how she was like a person without family. She was really trying to win over this group of people and everything. Yes. yes. Make her a genuine character. And yeah, I thought that was a nice layer, you mm-hmm. know, to add. Um I enjoyed the movie overall. Like you said, it was a fun movie. Um, I did feel like sometimes it, it was like just tone wise, it was a little uneven for me. Um, I didn't think all the jokes always landed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like it just some character choices that they made, you know, where like certain characters would say one thing and then just kind of, you know, the next scene almost would be doing something completely different, you know, mm-hmm. against character. Um, you know, and like after a scene that was like, it felt sincere, um, that was kind of off-putting at times, but I mean, that's, I feel like that's me nitpicking. You know, I felt like overall this was a fun, you know, adventure. Um, I, I wish they kind of, you know, I don't know, leaned into like the horror element a little more. I would have liked to see them, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I would have liked to see them kind of like, I don't know, give us like a flashback scene of them like kind of doing, because they talk about like, you know, that the family, you know, for decades have been doing like rituals and everything like that, you know, appeasing this, you know, spirits, you know, of LaBelle. Um, so I would have liked to see just a hint of that more. Um, I would have maybe added like a scene too, like beforehand, you know, of, you know, the, the couple you know, just to kind of flesh out, you know, who they are, mm-hmm. you know, and the dynamic between the two characters. Um, but, I mean, it was... It, like, this like, was really, like, clue on steroids. Mm. It really was, like, clue on steroids. Except it, it wasn't a mystery. You know, we knew exactly what was going on. Yeah. Um, I did feel like it had some second act problems where it kind of started to drag just a little. Um, you know, but, like, once they introduced the butler as, like, you know one of the main, you know, you know, antagonists, like, kind of, you know, handling, like, you know, the family's dirty work. Mm -hmm. I thought it did pick up a little, you know. um, Visually, I thought it was a beautiful movie. I thought it was actually, you know, well shot. 
Um, you know, I liked, you know, the mansion that they like, you know, had like that just as a set and everything like that. I mean, I thought that was great. Um, you know, like how they showed all like the, you know, secret passages yes. and everything like that. I was like, you could totally hide, you know, uh-huh. to <laughs> like, I felt like, I felt like there's like, there's like, oh. it like no one was else was using those passages or yeah. knew about them. <laughs> yeah. I was like, she didn't even need to make a break for it. It was just such a big fucking mansion that, mm. you know, but I don't know. No, um, I, I definitely agree with you on the tone though of the film. Like, um, people I went with mm-hmm. to see this movie left saying like, so that was supposed to be funny, right? Like, because uh-huh. it 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 lands in this middle ground where it's like, do I take this as a serious or try, a film trying to be a serious horror film, or is it just supposed to be a joke the whole time? And it's like I I get it, you know. It it was a very funny movie, but it could have had a little bit more edge to it. I would definitely agree. I would I wouldn't have mind like to keep it in that same realm of horror and comedy. I wouldn't mind if there was a little bit more cannon fodder. You know, mm-hmm. more maids to deal with at the time. Like I did enjoy that, though, that members. the maids just kept on yes. <laughs> getting killed off. I thought that was fun. But I almost wish they would have even gone, like, more over the top mm. with it then, if they're going to go that route and make it, like, a straight horror comedy. Because it felt yes. like it was kind of, like, towing the line at points. You know, like, there's a few scenes, like, between, like, the different family members, you know, especially with the groom, Alex, you know, because he feels like he... It, at the end of the movie, you know, he felt very, like, you know, torn, you know, by his decision. Because mm-hmm. at first, you know, he's estranged from the family and everything like that. He brought the bride back um, because he knew that, you know, they had to go through this. Because, obviously, he's fearful of, you know, this, I don't know, would you call it a curse? I guess the, this I kind guess, of, yeah. like, curse that's been put on the family. Um, where they have to go through this game every time someone gets married. Um, but, you know, he's definitely torn, you know, he's conflicted as a character, you know, you can see that more in the third act. Um, I don't, I, there was like a couple different scenes, like between him and the brother and everything like that, where I, it kept you guessing, which I thought was cool. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but I felt overall his brother Adam was more of like the interesting character. Yeah, he was definitely way more compelling than the husband in the end. Yes, yes. And they tried to build the the husband up, you know, throughout it where they're like, Oh, he's the only one who's seen LaBelle, he's the chosen one of the family. And it kind of felt way too telegraphed at that point for me, where I was like, He's turning. Yeah, and that right. was in the third act. Mm-hmm. And I think we kind of, like, just seeing the trailer, I was like, oh, the husband. Like, because it didn't really let you on, like, whether or not, you know, the husband was in on it mm-hmm. or, you know, or if he was going to be a sympathetic character, you know. Um, you know, where I felt it was a little predictable, you know, where it was going and everything like that. Um, I thought, and obviously, I don't think we said spoilers, but spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know... Um, it, I thought it was well set up, you know, the turn, but I felt like it almost became a different movie, like, in that setup, you know, where he had the conversation with the mom and everything, his mom, and, you know, she was kind of like, you know, are you really going to choose her over your family, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, and she's such a sympathetic character, um, played by uh, Andy McDowell, um, you know, who I thought was great in this role, I really do, I, I thought she was fantastic, but she was kind of this character who, like, at one moment, you'd have a scene where she's, you know, 
you know, really, you know, talking to the bride and mm-hmm. really you could feel her as a character and it, like it felt like she felt sympathy for, you know, the bride. And then the same with the conversation she had with the son where, she, you know, she's saying, you know, I don't like it any more than you do, you know, but, you know, this is just who we are and we have to protect our family. Yep. But when this moment, she's just like, gone home. She's a raving lunatic yeah. the next moment. <laughs> Um, so I just, I wish they would have kind of mm-hmm. chose a lane, you know, with that, you know, where it I would have, I would have enjoyed a lot more reluctance from the family members. You know, a lot of them don't know, like at, by the end of this film, a lot of them don't know if the, any of this is real. A lot of them didn't even get to play this game. Only the grandmother at that point has like experienced this. Yes. Yes. I would have liked to, like, especially with the mom who seemed to really like the daughter it would have made more sense for her to be this more reluctant party to all of this and mm-hmm. almost considering helping. But then it be, I see to me, then it becomes like a completely different, like it's more, it's less horror comedy and yes. more, you know, this like horror drama, you know, almost where, you know, the, you've got this devil worshiping family uh. <laughs> who's having to jump through hoops for this LaBelle character. So I don't know. I almost want them to, be the opposite where they're just like frothing at the mouth lunatics and you know you're just watching the bride you know become this badass character mm-hmm. who has to take down this family to I was survive. so disappointed the gun didn't work yeah right <laughs> I was like oh this is going to become a badass moment where uh-huh. it's just blasting through the family That's right. to save herself yeah yeah <laughs> I mean the movie would have just ended right there yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> well she could have been disarmed and stuff like that uh, no you're right you're right. Uh, but still, once again, I, I feel like we're sounding like we don't like this movie. <laughs> I enjoyed the movie overall. Like, yes, I did yes. enjoy it overall. I, I'm not going to say it's my favorite movie, but it's definitely, no. like, it was it was enjoyable. It was worth seeing, you know? Yeah. I just, like I said, <laughs> I wish it would just lean more into the comedy. Really. It was too middle of the road. Yes. Get, lean more into the comedy and the horror, mm. you know? A less, a less with the family and, you know, I don't know. The... the I don't need them to be sympathetic. I really don't. They could have gone like full Adam's family. That would have been funny. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. I thought the um, one brother-in-law was hilarious. You know, I would have liked yes. more of that. And the sister was fantastic, too. It was played by uh, Melanie Scarfano. I just kind of, you know, she was, it felt like she was in a different movie, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the brother-in-law and the sister felt like they're like in a totally different they movie. They felt like very heightened characters mm-hmm. compared to the rest of them. No, I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, yeah, no, I. It's definitely worth a watch, though. You know, it's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's it feels like almost like a lazy Sunday afternoon yeah. type. You know, film. You know, something like, you catch on like Netflix. You want to stream it? Stream it. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> um, what did you think though of the ending of the movie? Oh, I mean, at that point, I feel like I just knew how it was all playing out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, of course, it's, you know, the demon is real and their curse is real and everything is. Do you feel like off. they made the right choice? Of trying to. No, with the, the film director, the, you know, do you yeah, feel I like mean, having the family spoilers, having the, you know, the curse being real opposed to because part of me, like throughout the movie is like, OK, I bet you this curse is even real. I bet they get to like the morning and nothing fucking happens. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and then we get a few beats. We get like almost like a couple minutes where we feel like, you know, 
oh shit, it's not real. Like, so I, I, and I felt like there's a lot of comedy in that. Like, you know, oh, what the fuck have we been doing mm. <laughs> with our lives? You know? Um, but then, I think, you know, knowing me, I just I enjoyed the explosions. No. <laughs> well, me too. I, I, I felt like that was the perfect punctuation. I thought it was a perfect setup mm. where, you know, I felt like the ending almost saved the movie for me where they have that extended beat where you're like, everyone's kind of like thinking, oh shit, the curse isn't real. You know, what are we be doing? And then all of a sudden the fucking uh, ant just explodes <laughs> on the screen. And then you're watching all the characters just explode one mm. by one. I thought that was phenomenal. Um, and I, I really do feel like that saved the movie for me, where I would be singing a different tune if, you know, we yeah, didn't get that It was just like sing. cops show up and that was about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I think there was one moment that that escaped me, which was, you know, the brother, you know, is kind of like saying, we all deserve to die. And then like, you know, the, um, I think it's sister-in-law who has the two children. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's she's thing, yeah. like well I have two kids you know they have nothing to do with this and then they immediately run into the son who attacked oh the, the bride yeah, yeah the bride and like I was waiting for him to say kind of like you know what we do all deserve to die and that be his turning point mm-hmm. you know it was still kind of like it was a metaphor for him you know doing a pro- protecting his brother and you know pointing out it kind of kept you guessing because they're mm-hmm. then like right after that, right? You do have the scene where he's the one who finds her and brings her back exactly, to the mansion. Yeah. So I think they're trying to keep you like you know I don't know in the dark exactly what was going on. So, but I agree where it felt like the brother was going to end up being like the hero of the movie. Mm-hmm. He was it really in the long run? Um, I almost too the way they set it up though, like even though. You know, Alex is a complete douchebag for like turning on her <laughs> at the end. Like, you almost felt sympathetic towards him because he just like the two, like his two favorite family yes. members, <laughs> he sees like one, he doesn't know, like he sees his brother dead. He thinks that, you know, his, you know, wife just, you know, killed him. And then he walks in on her, bludgeoning her mother, his mother. So saying "fuck this whole thing." Yes, exactly. So you kind of <laughs> understood why mm-hmm. Alex made the choice that he did. You know, as shitty as it is. Um, but you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I just wish they would pick a lane. I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of all over the place, but fun. <laughs> well, if you had to give it a star rating out of five, per usual. Uh, I'm gonna give it three. I'm gonna say three stars. I give it a three point five. Okay. I'm there gonna... was enough humor to to give it that extra. Yeah. Half. I, don't, I don't know, man. It, like a lot of the chokes didn't land for me, and I think because it, you know it suffered from traileritis. Mm-hmm. You know where we saw a lot of the jokes in the trailer, so that always just kills it. You know for me a lot of times. Um, but yeah, it just I think it's just a once again it's just a problem of tone. So. All right. Well, now we got to move on to wrestling. No, Hangman, I know your parents are going to be there. I know your wife's going to be there. I know it's the wild, wild west for you, for the cowboy. My parents aren't going to be there. And my wife's not going to be there. And my aunt's not going to be there. And my newspaper boy's not going to be there because I don't want anybody there. Because this will either be the greatest night of my career or the beginning of the end of the legend that is Chris Jericho. You want to talk about the Wild West, Hangman? You want to talk about cowboy shit? 
I'm a cowboy. I'm a pioneer. I've seen it all and I've done it all. And if I lose to you, even though you're one of the best performers in the business today with a huge future, it's not your time. I have to win at All Out. I have to win. I have to win. I have to win. I have to win. Because if I don't win, the legend of Chris Jericho ends at All Out. Damon hates wrestling. All right, so we got another busy weekend of wrestling. That's right. We got uh, New Japan's Royal Quest. Yes. And uh, NXT UK is running a show. Mm -hmm. But the thing I'm most looking forward to is AEW's All Out. Yes, the big show before live television. That's right. Coming in October. Uh, so let's go ahead and preview the card and make some predictions, Christian. Yes, we got two boys on their dinosaur, Jungle Boy, Marco Stunt, and Luchasaurus. Going up against SoCal Uncensored. All right, man. So I'm I'm all in on Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say they're getting the win here because I feel like they've been doing a lot of, you know, losing mm -hmm. the last, you know, three, you know, events that they've had. You know, the only three events that they've had. So I think it's their time to shine. Here. Especially with, you know, nothing, none of this being counting towards like the tag team tournament or mm -hmm. anything like that. I could definitely see Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt going over. And they're super over right mm -hmm. now. So why not, you know? And I think, you know, it's not like SoCal is going to lose anything. Exactly. You know, so it, it's all right. Um, all right. So what do we have next? Um, next up, we have Private Party going up against Angelico and Jack Evans. The bright yellow boys. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they're? That's not actually. No, right. that's just me. It's like bootleg cane. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been liking what I see from Private Party. I think they're definitely going to be, you know, trying to elevate them, especially since they have a match against the Young Bucks second week. Into the yeah, you know? yeah, that feels like the smart choice. Mm -hmm. um, I do have to say though, I feel like Jack Evans and Angelico like deserve a win too because they're also i feel like they're much like you know jungle boy and luchasaurus mm -hmm. they've been doing a lot of jobbing mm -hmm. so um but i feel like this is private parties match exactly so it's gonna be a great match though so next up we have rio going up against sheeta um last we saw of rita she had been fighting nyla rose and yuka in a triple threat it was kind of like pretty much yuka and rio versus nyla rose yeah, it was like a handicap match. yeah you're right <laughs> Uh, but at the end, we saw Rio kind of turn on Yuka, which uh, was just kind of a weird moment. Yeah, I don't know. It was more <laughs> awkward than, mm -hmm. like, I don't know, a turn. It just, it, I don't know. It didn't really land for me. Mm -hmm. I was like, was that supposed to be a heel turn? Or <laughs> um, it was more of like a character development, if you will. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she has definitely been the big name for them so far. Like, they're the ones that are pushing her the most, so I'm assuming she'd go over in this match. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. So is Rio then the heel in this match? I guess. It's hard without TV, right? Uh -huh. like, <laughs> <laughs> we're just dealing with this, like, you know, every other month kind of, like, you know, events where mm -hmm. trying to piece all this shit together. So I'm, it'll I'm get in, better once there's, yes. you know, weekly TV to base these characters off of. I've been impressed with all the Joshi matches that we've seen on here so far, so I'm, I'm happy to see them fight either way. It's nice that they're being featured. Yes. 
next up, we have the 21 Woman Casino Battle Royal. Uh, not too many names announced just yet, but here. We have Brandy Rhodes, Allie, Yuka Sakazaki, Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, Teal Piper, Jazz, um, don't know how to say that one, Evelise? Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Big Swole, Sadie Gibbs, and Awesome Kong. Yeah, and Awesome Kong was just added this week. Yes. So I, mean, I think she's automatically the favorite. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, Teal Piper. I didn't even know she wrestled. Exactly. Um, I don't know if this is going to be her... Is this going to be her first match? I don't think it's necessarily her first. I don't I, know 100%. I, I don't know her career. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think she... I think she's pretty much new to the mm. industry. So I never heard of anything like her wrestling or anything like that or training. Because usually it's a big story, you know. Mm. Um, you know, a, a second generation wrestler like that, you know, especially with a legacy of Roddy Piper exactly. you know, his daughter also starts wrestling so it's pretty do you, th- do you think she's mad that she didn't get the jacket <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know so but yeah there, god there's a lot of open spots mm-hmm. though so I mean we're gonna have a lot of surprises I feel like here how'd you feel about jazz being announced I thought it was pretty cool you know I, I like the whole mask gimmick that mm-hmm. she's got going you know and the little that was badass. yeah right I'm sure she could fucking hold her own. Mm. So um, it'd be fun to see her face off against Awesome Kong. Yes. You know, two fucking badasses. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I have no idea which way they're going with this. So the winner of this is going to get a title match. Yes. Correct. But we don't know against who just yet. Okay. Okay. But that's going to be at one of the, you know, shows in mm-hmm. October. So, all right. I feel like they'll at least show it off first episode. You know? Do you think Brandy's going to win? No. I hope to God no. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a huge mistake. Do you think like. it's just going to be Awesome Kong protecting her the entire time? That's what and I'm then thinking. Does, um, Asia Kong show up? Yeah. I'm sure she's going to be one of the entrants. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm really scared that they're going to shoot themselves in the foot by pushing like Brandy too hard. So. Hopefully she can just kind of be like, mm. you know, like a heel, like GM for, you know, the women's division um, and kind of stay out of the ring. Because she's, she's way too green at this yeah, point. She does not deserve a title shot. No, no, she does not. So, All right. What do we got next, Christian? Well, we have that Cracker Barrel Clash. That's Darby Allen versus Joey Janela versus Jimmy Havoc. So this is definitely one of the matches I'm most excited for. Yes. Um, I'm sure it's just going to be fucking mayhem. Absolutely. (laughs) There's going to be a Cracker Barrel thrown at someone's head. Oh, my God. Um, There's no steps for this, huh? No, um, just a triple threat. I mean, triple threat traditionally doesn't have rules. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like AEW's been too worried about the rules. Yeah. (laughs) And especially with these guys in the ring. So this could get fucking crazy fast. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm really looking forward to this match. Um, We'll see if, you know... God, all, all three of these guys have been rising stars. They've done a mm-hmm. great job of showcasing these guys, you know, with the, you know, small exposure that they've, you know, been able to give everyone in, like, what, just a handful of events. Yeah, I exactly. feel like they've done a really, you know, great job of, you know, it's, showing off their talent. It's going to be interesting seeing them on live television, seeing how they handle not doing extreme things every week, you know? Yeah, that's true, because, you know, that was something that Tony kind of said, you know, that you're going to... You're going to have matches like that, but it's going to be more saved for, like, Mm pay-per-views. So, you know, can these, you know, wrestlers who really operate in this hardcore world, 
you know, exist outside of it? You know, are they going to be able to capture everyone's imaginations and, you know, get over, you know, with the crowd without that element? You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, they can tease it, but they just aren't going to be able to go full blown. You know, it's not going to be like CZW or ECW back in the day. (laughs) So we'll see. We'll see how far they let them go. Absolutely. Um, Next up, we... Who do you have winning? Oh. About to move on. Come on, dude. (laughs) I don't know, man. Um, I feel like Jimmy Havoc is my best guess. Really? I know the crowd's all behind Darby Allin and Joey Janela, but I I love the showing we got from... um, Jimmy Havoc during that six-man tag. I like that he was able to show off that he could actually wrestle. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to go Darby Allin, though. Because, I mean, I feel like that match between Cody really, you know, know, got him over huge with the crowd and everything. Um, And I feel like, you know, he's super hot right now. So I'm going to say that they capitalize on that and they, you know, continue pushing him. Uh, Okay, next up we have Cody versus Sean Spears. With Tully Blanchard at ringside. Yes, Sean Spears, who just got married. Yes. To um, Peyton Royce. Is it Peyton Royce? Yes. I'm pretty sure. Peyton Royce is the one. Right? Who's the other one? I'm not remembering her name. That's why I think it's Peyton Royce. Because <laughs> <laughs> I only remember one of them, usually. Hold on. I don't know. I think I've had him mixed up this. Yep, I was correct. It is Peyton Royce. All right. Booyah. Okay. Uh, The just married Sean Spears to uh, the young Peyton Royce. Yes. So, um, all right, man. Bring the Iconics over. (laughs) That's not happening. I know. (laughs) All right. Uh, Where do you think they're going with this match? (sighs) That's hard to say. Um... Because I feel like I I feel like it will be a hero's ending, with Cody going over. But it depends on if they want to continue this on, into the live shows. I think they're going to. I think you know, especially with this being like you know Sean's first like mm-hmm. real like featured match, you know, for the company, they're gonna want to put him over here. Yeah, it'd be really nice to have him like show some dominance over Cody, and then you get to have him, you know, possibly going up against whoever the world title is. You could build him up as a heel, you know, get him heat. So I don't think it'll be necessarily clean, but I I do feel like Sean's going to go over here. Um, The one wild card factor is that Cody gets to bring someone down to the ring with him Mm. um, to kind of counter, you know, Tully Blanchard, you know, being in his court. Is it it Arn? I feel like it's going to be Arn. I definitely feel like it's going to be hard. You know, they'll probably tease Brandy and like mm-hmm. DDP, you know, the crew that he had with, um, you know, the, uh, during All In last year. Um, I just hope it's not Glacier. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be hard. That just makes the most mm. sense. Uh, unless they go Rick. I don't know what Rick's contract is. You know, I feel he like has, he could technically uh, show up, but. I don't Would know. He? I don't know how the legends contracts work because I feel like he's probably underneath like an ambassador, like contract. But he's like the one guy that they haven't been, they haven't pulled him. Yeah, but from, would he be like, interested? Starcast or anything? Oh yeah, he he's all about a payday, man. He doesn't True. fucking care. <laughs> um, you know, and he's I'm sure he's close to Cody. You know, and Tully's there, so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, I just don't know what his contracts like with you know the WWE, so. I, we'll see. I think that would be a big surprise because obviously Bret Hart was able to like show mm-hmm. up. 
And I'm sure he's underneath the same kind of contract. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I feel like that would be more of a rumor, though. So I'm, I'm going to say Arn. I think you're right. All right. Well, next up, we have the Lucha Brothers going up against the Young Bucks in a AAA World Tag Team Championship ladder match. I loved what they did on uh, Being the Elite, by the way, where they had, um, I think it was Nick uh, slowly climbing up the ladder. Oh, to clean the gym. gutters? Yeah, to clean the gutters. Yeah, that was fun. Mm. That was fun. Um, yeah, I don't know where they're going with this. I mean, we've seen them go at it a lot, you know? I feel like almost on every show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a hell of a match. Um, we haven't had a ladder, you know, as a, as a step yet, right? Mm-hmm. So Well, yes. Uh, Joey Janela versus uh, Moxley was on a ladder. I mean, in their matches. Oh, okay. Um, I, I'm going to say the Lucha Brothers, you know? And that I'm, was my thought because mostly I feel like they want to keep the Young Bucks clear in case like for tournament uh, for the new titles. And are the Lucha Brothers part of the tournament? Do we know? I don't know if they are necessarily. I feel like they will be involved. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, they'll, they have a working, you know, schedule going back and forth. Yeah. So that's my thing. Like, I don't know how involved they could possibly be. I don't mm-hmm. know what the terms of their contract is, you know? Um, so it's hard. It's hard to predict where they're going. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say the young bucks, um, are going to go here just because, I think they're going to want them, you know, starting off strong for the tournament and everything like that. So, and then if the Lucha Brothers aren't necessarily part of the tournament and they might not be on the first couple shows, you know, why, you know, give them the win? I just don't feel like the they want to go into the show with the AAA titles. I just feel like they want to keep them clear. That's just my opinion. Uh, I'm going to stick with the Lucha Brothers. Okay, that's fair enough, and it makes sense. I guess, you know, that way, you know, they can kind of have closure, you know, for the program. And they, you know, can walk cleanly away and everything like that. Although, if they end up with the titles, it's a good way to get them, you know, to come back. So, you know, I guess either way. It's just, I don't know exactly (laughs) where they are, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, contract-wise, so... We'll see what happens. Yes. So it's hard, you know, predicting this fucking shit when <laughs> you don't have weekly TV. Exactly. You know, you don't know contract statuses. Hey, be careful what you wish for, man, because eventually we're going to be stormed. Oh, God. <laughs> so much goddamn wrestling. Yeah, but hopefully it's all good wrestling. <laughs> yes. So, all right, what do we have next? Uh, next up, we have the best friends. That's Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta going up against the Dark Order, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson. Um, the winners will receive a first-round bye in the AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament. And that tells you what, Christian? That the best friends are going over? No. I, the Dark Order's going over here. You think the Dark Order's going over? Yeah. Usually a bye like that. Usually it's the heels who get the hmm. bye. So that's my pick because faces getting the buy. I mean, are they sympathetic if they get the buy? No, no. So I feel like it's going to be you know the dark order, and they need to get them over anyway right now. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's who I was going to choose to win this. Yeah. Match. So I, I I definitely feel like the dark order are going to end up getting you know the mm. buy, you know, get the win and everything like that, just to you know build up the heat and everything like that, and you know. Hopefully get over here because the crowd, they just haven't been reacting at all to them. So, 
Um, you know, and it feels like they're banking on them a lot. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, they, they've been kind of like the main angle that's been going on, you know, throughout the whole tag division. So um, they definitely need to do something, you know. I think they're a unique talent. They're just not getting over yet. So I just think it's the way they introduced them. Mm. You know, it was so flat. They didn't do them any favors. So, I mean, if anything, you know, that's probably one of their biggest, like, you know, um, mistakes so far, you know, with the bookings and everything mm-hmm. like that. So, um, but yeah, it is what it is. You live and you learn, right? Yep. All right. What do we have next, Christian? Well, next we have what was supposed to be Moxley versus Kenny Omega. Now turned into Pac versus Omega. Yeah, unfortunately, Moxley uh, came down with an injury. I made it sound like a cold. Um, he's got what, a staph infection, right? Uh, MRSA. Right? From, caused yeah, by his elbow, yeah. Yeah, so um, he's going to undergo surgery. So um, he is out, yes. um, which it sucks because there was so much built up mm-hmm. to this match. It was really a centerpiece to the whole card. Um, but, you know... The way that they shot the promo and everything like that, uh, it definitely tells you that they're going to continue that feud mm-hmm. between Kenny and, you know, Moxley once he's cleared to, you know, return. So um, I really enjoyed, too, like the way they did everything, on, you know, All Elite, where they had um, uh, Kenny get, you know, wind of the news in the middle of a promo and everything like that. And it feels like he went, like, totally fucking heel mm-hmm. on Moxley. So. I mean, you made good points. Like, you went out and wrestled against all these opponents and got yourself hurt. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you feel like this might change? I mean, it's too late now because he's obviously already signed his contract. But the way they, you know, give wrestlers these, like, open-ended, like, contracts where they can go and they're free to work at other, you know, you know uh, shows. I feel like they'll be more hesitant but at the same time, like maybe it'll take a second case for them to do it because this is big. It completely. It is. It's it's a huge like um, loss for them. You know, especially with you know ju- you know their debut on TNT just mm-hmm. around the corner, everything like that. Hopefully, he's back in time for that. Um, you know, that's a, a big name player to lose. You know, at this you know uh, junction of the you know the game. So. Um, I don't, you know, this is kind of thrown together. I don't even know if, you know, I know Kenny, you know, cut a little bit of a promo, but I don't know, you know, we didn't really get any kind of buildup or anything like that. Mm. It feels like it's just going to be like a straight match for match sake, which I mean, still, these are two phenomenal performers, you know, who will probably end up stealing the show, mm. I'm guessing. Um, it's kind of a dream match. So I'm definitely excited for this, um, you know, but it's still... You know, I don't know. It's disappointing that you're not going to see Moxley versus Omega. So you never know. Maybe uh, Pac will come out tomorrow night or Saturday and just pull off some crazy ass promo. Oh yeah, to really I'm, oh I'm sure. Audiences. Yeah, yep. you're right. Especially with Starcast going mm-hmm. on and everything like that. There's plenty of time. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely disappointing. I don't think it'll hurt like people getting the pay per view or anything no. like that. I think if you're going to buy the pay per view already, you're still going to buy the pay-per-view regardless of moxley being part of it so um who are you predicting here who goes over i think they you know they have omega go over um you know you keep him strong you don't have him lose to anyone or maybe till like he faces moxley again yeah you want to build him up i agree Mm -hmm. um you know he suffered the loss against jericho and then 
once again, I don't know what the contract situation is with Pac. Like, you know, is he now mm-hmm. there full time? Is he, you know, is he able to work all the shows? You know, it seemed like there was a lot of issues going on, you know, behind the scenes um, where we never really got a clear understanding exactly yeah. what the problem was. So, well, just um, do you think it's interesting that they were able to book him within like five minutes of announcing that Moxley was out? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm guessing they probably, you know, found out about Moxley mm-hmm. being out like right after the G one ended. You know, maybe it was something Moxley was dealing with the entire time. So maybe they had a little more time to put things together, but it, it did feel weird that Oh yeah, Pac can show up now. Well, just then their speculation was was there plans to use Pac on the show, maybe with the main event? Oh, uh, that's a good point. It could have been a possibility. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, how does that affect your main event then? Mm-hmm. You know, so because we did see Adam Page kind of asking the young bucks to be in his corner, um, you know, which you know it's it seems like that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like okay, well, that feels like it's going to play into the match somehow. The fact that you gave us that moment right before you know all out tells me that somehow it's going to be part of the match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, where were you? You know, you weren't there to help me. Um, well, well, let's get into it. It's Adam Page versus Chris Jericho in your main event. Um, do you see potentially the two mystery partners showing up here as the mystery par- partners? Are oh, you talking about for in, um, yeah, for the first episode of uh, AEW? Oh, AEW. Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't feel, I hope not. You know, it feels like they want, like, clean wins mm-hmm. like decisive wins um you know they don't want a lot of fucking like hijinks involved you know in their finishes so um i don't know i, I don't necessarily want to see that i hope we just get a great like one-on-one you know match um but who knows who knows maybe you know everything with moxley did change plans you're right because it was pretty easy to pull Pac, mm-hmm. you know and maybe he was going to be a surprise for the show um and that feels like he would be a surprise for this match. It only makes sense. And we know that he still has, you know, an issue with, you know, Paige. So um, I have no clue where they're going with this. Um, who do you have walking away with the title? Like, I feel like it's going to be a great match. I feel like their styles completely, you know, will mesh well together. I want to say Paige. I want to say that he's, it just feels like it's too angled for him to win. I feel like I feel like the storyline has been too obvious throughout this entire time. Jericho feels super desperate. You know, mm-hmm. we've seen that in you know the last episode of um, Road to All Out. You know, he feels very desperate. Um, I just they don't feel like the Swerve type company, but I'm just saying, what would the Swerve be? Though? Like to have Jericho be your heel first champion. I don't see that as a Swerve. You don't see it? I, I kind of feel like it would be. I feel I feel like the the right choice is to have Jericho as the champion because he's the bigger name, you know, and people don't know who Adam Page mm-hmm. is really at this point. And you want someone who like is going to draw eyes to your product to start off as, you know, and you know, I, I Adam Page, like I, I think one of my problems is they haven't done enough to build up Adam Page like the even the way he got the number one contendership mm-hmm. was like on the pre-show, you know, in a battle royal. 
So, and the, there wasn't like these huge names in that battle royal either. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't give him tons of mic time, like on the actual shows. Since then, like during, you know, you know, Road to All In or All Out, you know, they've done a little more with him, you know, like having him kind of like do these little like, you know, promos. But, you know, I feel like they, they've kind of hurt him in that way where it's just not gotten like over, you know, um, so then do you see this more as the beginning of the feud? Yes. Where, like, Jericho wins, he gets right up in the family's face, it becomes this, you know, desperate, I need to beat Jericho, not only for me, my family, but I need to be that champion as well. Yeah, and he, you have him as the monster heel mm-hmm. who's, like, holding this belt over the company. So I just feel like, you know, Jericho's the name right now that they're going to want to capitalize on. Um you know, someone that's familiar to everyone. Um, so I feel like Adam Page doesn't, you know, I love him. I think he's great, mm-hmm. you know, and I think he's ready for the title. But I think they need to have him chase Jericho more for it. I um, mean, it's always great having a chase. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Now, the fact, though, <laughs> that they had him show up at the first press conference and say he's going to be the first champion, um, you know, does make me feel like there's a strong possibility that he does win the match, though. Um, but I, I still feel like the smart choice is Jericho. So well, I'm going to go Jericho here. You can use that in all the vignettes going forward where Jericho's mocking him for saying he'd be the first champion. You know? And then Paige's last interview with JR, he was saying that, you know, he's it, it feels like he was trying to come off as desperate, too. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I just wish they would have built him up more you know, um, on the shows. So, cause even his first like one-on-one match, it went like, I felt like it went way too long. And I know he was trying to like, the story was his leg and everything like that. Um, you know, selling the injury that he suffered against Pac. Um, but I don't know, like it didn't make him look strong enough, mm-hmm. you know, um, I feel like in the eyes of the fans to, you know, stand against Jericho. So is CM Punk coming out at the end to save, <laughs> you know, Adam Page from the beating he's getting? I don't think there's any way you're getting CM Punk. No, absolutely not. Although, could you get AJ Lee in the Women's Battle Royal? That'd be interesting, but has there been any inkling to that? Has there been no, any? No, <laughs> there hasn't. But why not? Like, I feel like... Sh- She's. It sounds like she still wants to wrestle, just from listening to interviews. Um, you know, she not that book hurt. deals, and, and you can still write books and <laughs> wrestle. <laughs> say it's a hectic schedule. She'd be a great name, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. for them. I think that'd be a huge uh, coup, you know, for them. To It'd be sign good her. to hear a different theme song for her. I hated "Let's Light It Up" so much. <laughs> It's got to be a song she can skip down to the fucking ring. That's fine, but <laughs> it better be something better than Let's Light It Up. Oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, no, I I think that'd be huge. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if she does show up. Is there any other surprises you could you could see happening on this show? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I, like like you said, Pac would have been like definitely mm-hmm. one I would think would happen here. Um, but... I'm going to say no. I, I don't... Th- I think they save the surprises for the actual, you know, for TV. Mm-hmm. 
You know, and I, I think they're smart enough to know that surprises like that and being unpredictable, you know, gets people to tune in. You know, and I think they're really, like, looking at, like, you know, the early days of the Monday Night Wars and what made that work. They're smart enough to see that that was a big aspect of it. Like, you mm-hmm. never know, you never knew who was going to show up where. So, um, I, I like, off the top of my head, I couldn't think of, like, a big name that, you know, maybe Marty? I think his contract is up. So could you get Marty like showing up here? It'd be nice could you to get Flip? Marty and Flip. Well, they're working together. Take Chicago. Yeah, they're working together. Yeah. So <laughs> It'd be interesting to see him show up in a heel role where he is against the... Um, could they be the Jericho's partners on a That would a be show, great. Right? That's on more the, of what I was thinking. The inaugural uh, episode... I the would, crowd I would, would like go that. crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if anyone else will know who they are, but you know, the hardcore fans, uh-huh. you know, there would go fucking nuts for them. So, and that would be great. Like you left me behind. You know, it's you've got the perfect you know mm-hmm. angle already worked in. So, you know, it would be completely organic. Um, one question I I rarely ever ask: What do you think as a prediction would be the match of the night so far for you so far? Um, I'm going to say Pac and Omega. Um, I'm going to say Cody versus Fierce. Cody is becoming a great storyteller. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he, Cody's been stealing the shows, really, mm-hmm. if you think about it. Um, you know, I felt like he had, you know, one of the top matches and like, all in. And definitely, you know, with, uh, and he stole the show with his brother at Double or Nothing. Yes. So, I'm... I feel like that's a safe bet. <laughs> but I, I really, I couldn't go against Kenny and Buck. I really can't. I mean, <laughs> those are dream two match. incredibly talented men. So I, I agree with you. Yeah. I, and I feel like Kenny's going to want to make up for, you know, Moxley not being there. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's going to go fucking insane. Yes. You know, during this match. They have a match to pull. Yeah. And they want, yeah, they want to leave the crowd happy, mm-hmm. you know? So. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a hell of a show. Yes. Well, here are our thoughts on the show next week. Yes. Um, and that's going to do it for this week. Exactly. Uh, well, before you leave, we want you to check out dramacityproductions.com. Plenty of great podcasts over there. Definitely um, follow all of them, get into their podcast, listen to us as well on that website. Uh, you can find us also on popgoestoculture.com. That's right. Um, and another great app you can uh, listen to us on is Podcoin. Yes. Uh, it's our favorite new app. Uh, they actually pay you to listen. You can earn digital currency for listening to all your favorite podcasts, and you can use that currency to get some awesome gift cards to places like Amazon, Starbucks, and Target. So um, you can also, by the way, go ahead and use that currency and give it to charity if you want. Yes. Um, and. Because we're such nice guys, we're going to give you the opportunity to get 300 coins right off the bat just by entering in promo code NERDSHOW. Uh, so definitely join the app, hit NERDSHOW into there, get your 300 coins, then share us, get an extra five coins with all your friends. Why not? Why not? You're welcome. <laughs> um, and while you're at it, share our social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Um, follow us on all your favorite sites. Instagram as well. That's uh, right. We're, we're Tell on, a friend. Exactly. <laughs> and if you're on, if you're listening to us on any of your favorite podcast platforms, 
make sure you subscribe give us a five star rating and like we said tell a fucking friend exactly so spread the word um and another way you can spread the word is by wearing some awesome exactly. nerd exactly so and right now over at prowrestlingtees.com we have a huge sale going on yes it's our labor day sale well, pro wrestling tees labor day sale. <laughs> let me let me give them the credit huh um i think you put in promo code labor day that's right and then you get 20 percent off that's right so go ahead grab yourself a amazing nerd show shirt now get it while it's cheap that's right um and then uh, you can go ahead and uh, check out the rest of our merch over on tpublic.com. Yes. And you can go ahead and pick up, goddamn, everything pretty much with our <laughs> logo on it. Coffee mugs, calendars, wall clocks, covers, blankets, Jesus Christ, drapes. Yes. So, yeah. Just just yes to everything. Yes, yes. Go ahead and... Put it in know, that cart now. Rock your nerd swag. <laughs> um, if you enjoy the music that you're listening to right now, that's DJ Greg Brebner. Um, you can find him on Instagram and SoundCloud. And then what do they hear on the beginning of the show, Damon? Friends of the show, Them Guilty Aces. Uh, you can go ahead and check them out on iTunes. They're a great Chicago rockabilly band. Um if you're in the area, go ahead and check out a show. They pretty much play every weekend. And they've got some great videos over on YouTube. Yes. So give them a follow. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the show. Uh, next week, you're definitely going to hear our review for All Outs. So definitely tune in for that. And also hear us recap the week in Nerdum. You know, hear us bitching and complaining about the latest news. Exactly. <laughs> There's going to be more cyberpunk gameplay tomorrow. I'll talk about it next week. All right. All right. So my name's Christian. And my name's Damon. And that's The Amazing Nerd Show. I've been looking for you for eight months. Whenever I should have had a gun in my right hand, I thought of you. Now I find you in exactly the position that suits me. I had lots of time to learn how to shoot with my left. When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. <laughs>